1: good evening good morning good afternoon good whatever you are welcome to ghost chronicles next generation i am ron cole your host the gatekeeper the realm of the unknown the unexplained and the unbelievable new england's own van helsink and with me my co-host the blonde bombshell herself and carrigan
2: well good evening everybody how are we all doing (laughs) what's up yeah we're back just don't listen to Don't listen to the last show. Oh, really? Why? Your name. My name came up? (laughs) You're cutting in and out. Sorry, I can't. I'm missing what you're saying.
1: Oh, are you? Yeah. Uh, All right. Willie, are you with us? Joining us now is Willie Hassel from Spirit Chases Paranormal,
3: New Hampshire. Good evening, Ron. Good evening, Ann. How are you? Hi, Willie. Thanks for thanks for having me on.
2: Yeah, well, well,
1: thanks well. for joining us. Yeah, and uh, for those who don't know, uh, Willie mm-hmm. has has is um, wow. It's the founder of the group Spirit Chases Paranormal New Hampshire, and uh, also runs a series of events, which uh, he has a big one coming up uh, this uh, May nineteenth, uh, the twentieth, and twenty-first, I believe, and uh, it is. Paro Expo 2023 aboard the USS Salem. Is that correct?
3: That is correct, Ron.
1: And uh, so I guess Anne's having a little trouble hearing me. Are you hearing me all right?
3: Uh,
1: it's
2: okay uh, at I the am. moment.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can okay. hear you now, Ron. You were breaking up. But I hear you now.
2: Keep going. All right. All right. Board ahead. All right.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. Anyway. So, uh, Willie, first of all, how did you get involved in the paranormal to start with?
3: Oh, well, that was just, I don't know, kind of an accident, really. Uh, It was about 10, 10, 11 years ago. You know, I'm not one of those people that, you know, I've been into the paranormal all my life. I'm I'm a fairly new. 10, 11 years ago, I used to watch all the uh, stupid shows on on TV. (laughs) And so I just said one night, hey, you know, I want to go see if there's anything to this ghost business. So I, I took my brother. Uh, kicking and screaming to the local cemetery. And it just kind of, that's where it started. And it's it's gone on from there. And a lot of investigations and a lot of interesting places. Met a lot of great people.
1: Mm. So there's nothing that drove you to the paranormal? In other words, did you have an paranormal experience that drove you? Or was it just something that that appeared to be fun to do?
3: No, no, I never really had 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 any uh, experiences. It was just curiosity. It's one of those things I always kind of said, well, if there is such a thing as a ghost, I want to see it. If there is (laughs) such a thing as a a UFO, I want to see it, you know. And so I just uh, I just started. And uh, it's been, like I said, I don't know, about 11 years now, I think.
1: Oh Well, that's a do you have a team, or, or do you do, you, I know you work with your brother, but I, I believe you have somebody else, uh, other people on your to team, too, right? <clears throat> yes, we do.
3: We have, uh, right now, um, Oh, um, we have about eight or nine, eight or nine people That's on the team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, The the one you would know, of course, is Lynn, Lynn Nickerson. Yeah. She's kind of like, uh, kind of like the number two on the
1: team, you know. Yeah, and you guys uh, did do. Uh, I don't. Do you still do your radio show?
3: We what we're we doing now is we're, we're doing the TV show uh, Edge of Reality TV at HC Media in Havel. Yep. And what what we're doing is it's delayed by about four months. We're taking the audio from the TV show and uh, you know redoing it as uh, audio for this for the uh, radio show because we haven't so, like, actually. Haven't actually done uh, live radio show in in quite a while. All right,
1: because for quite a while there, you were on uh, the radio in Portsmouth.
3: Yep, we were on WSCA in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, for uh, six years. Six years.
1: Wow. Had a, had a pretty, wow.
3: pretty good run there. Had a pretty good yeah. run there.
1: That's a that's a long time. Yeah. So, did, did you enjoy radio?
3: Yeah, yeah, I did. It was it was fun. I uh, actually enjoyed radio a lot more than TV
1: but <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are you
3: going to do, you know?
2: <laughs> TV's a little more nerve-wracking. You know, everything uh, has to be just right and prepared.
3: Not, not, not really so much because, uh, I mean, the, t- the TV we uh, pre-recording, and then it, go, it is later when we we're doing the radio show, it was live.
4: That's
3: true. So anything that went wrong <laughs> went wrong <laughs> live. <laughs> and believe me, we had our times.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, but... but
3: it was, it was fun,
1: though. Yeah, I mean, live radio—that's what makes live radio. You you deal with it, and uh, yeah. it, it depends on the host, if you know how you handle it. Uh, you know, it, it happens on all <laughs> stations, and happens on the on the big stations too, where they run into oh, yeah. problems and stuff. It's it's a, a normal thing, but uh, yeah, You I mean, you've had a lot of great guests on on your radio show. I noticed over the years, and. Uh,
3: yeah, the, we did. We had, we, we had lots of great guests from all over the country, in the uh, UK and Canada, including yourself.
1: <laughs> well, I don't count me as a great guest, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> so now you're doing these these uh, parafests. Uh, I know you were working with uh, Spitaleri at uh, one time, and, and then you branched out on your own, and you've uh, started these up at... Uh, USS Salem. So tell us a little bit about the, the USS Salem.
3: Yeah, well, uh, the ship itself, the USS Salem, is, uh, is in Quincy, Mass. And it is part of the uh, United States Naval Shipbuilding Museum. A uh, little history on this ship, if you want. Uh, it's a sure. uh, wo- World War II vintage, but she wasn't actually uh, in service until the war had ended. The uh, the Navy ordered the ship in 1943, but by the time uh, it was actually finished and launched, it was uh, March of 1947, ah. and uh, commissioned at the Boston Navy Yard on May 14th of 1949. So it wasn't in service until after the war, and it was only, only in service for uh, 10 years, a uh, oh. rather short, short career right. as he... Uh, one time, she was the flagship of the U.S. Sixth Fleet in the Mediterranean, and uh, she saw no action in battle. However, she did respond to, to a number of of things that happened. She responded to a uh, earthquake in the Ionian Islands of Greece in 1953, mm-hmm. where she was uh, used as a makeshift uh, hospital ship for for a while, uh-huh. and so a lot of the people from the earthquake were brought on board. And unfortunately, a lot of them passed away on the ship. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so even though she never saw action, there have been a lot of has been a lot of death on board the ship. And there's some drifts too.
1: Yes, yeah, there's some on board too. Oh yeah, there oh, was yeah. some yeah. On board.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There were. Birth on board, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, women that were brought on during the earthquake who uh, were pregnant and from the, uh, you know, everything that was going on, they ended up giving birth on the ship. Mm-hmm. And so the Salem now is known as one of the most haunted places in New England.
1: <laughs>
3: and, I, I'm uh, sorry
1: I laughed at that be, because that's, uh, that's such a Everybody, says, like, it. everybody, everybody says, says it. Everybody says it. This is right. the most haunted house in the UK, most haunted right.
3: house in that's, Savannah. Absolutely.
1: Most haunted so city. hey, you
3: know, I'm not going <laughs> to be any different, you know. I'm going to go ahead and say it too.
1: <laughs> but it, anyways, it's uh, haunted. That's all that matters. <laughs> right. It is.
3: It is haunted. And actually, last year during the uh, uh, the expo, during the presentations, we had some strange things happen. You know, right there Ooh. during the presentation. Oh, was yes. pretty cool.
2: What happened?
3: Oh, strange, strange noises and uh, movement in the uh, presentation room. Wow.
2: Interesting. Yeah, sounds good.
3: Yeah. And there were, there were a couple of other uh, incidents where, uh, yeah, one time the Salem was rafted alongside of a, it's been a while since I checked into this uh, history, but she was rafted, rafted alongside another Navy ship in, I believe it was Newport, Virginia, and there was a, an explosion on the other ship. And the victims from that explosion were brought onto the Salem and, and unfortunately passed away there. Mm-hmm. And another time, she was headed uh, across the ocean over towards Europe, along with another Navy ship. And they were doing maneuvers. And the other ship had a misfire on one of the cannons and it exploded. Yeah. And so and so one of their sailors was brought onto the, the Salem and, and died. So this Yeah, that's a why. bad
1: luck ship. <laughs> right
3: know. yeah <laughs> there's been a lot of death on that ship for a ship that never saw any action
2: yeah it's yeah. pretty amazing mm. it does so, have a certain it, air it does have what it has a certain air about it yeah the salem oh, i feel like oh it you does know.
3: it's just a cool ship have you have you both been there
1: or? Yes. yes uh it and i've been a couple times in yeah yeah,
2: yeah. We, we shot have, a what? show there
1: yeah, we went once with Steve Parsons, too, and uh, oh, I also okay. had been investigated, oh, years ago. Um, I forget who was running it at that time, but uh, yeah, it was it was kind of fun. They, we were on there. We went to different places. Evidently, we went to places we shouldn't have been in because we always had security coming to tell us to get out. And <laughs> then eventually, they gave up, and they just went everywhere we wanted to go, so that was good. But what? One of the coolest things on it was the C and C room. And they s- still had the, you know, the big uh, lucite board with all the ships still on the last uh, maneuvers that they did was up oh, yeah. on the boards. Yeah. It was fabulous. I, I, <laughs> I loved that. That was my favorite part of the whole thing.
4: <laughs> yes.
3: That's the cool part about the ship. Like I say, it is part of the museum and, and most of it, is is just like it was back in uh, back in the day. I mean, you know, you can go in and nothing basically has been changed. Everything is still there. It's right. kind of it's like walking back in time. But of course, there are other parts that have been converted into museum space with the, uh, you know, with the uh, uh, like ship
1: models and stuff except, like that. Yeah, yet. Uh, exhibits. Uh, what the f- yeah, exhibits. Yeah. One of our, our favorite things was, was uh, I think the last time we went and we went there, and they were doing, it was around Halloween, in fact, and they were doing something there, yes. and uh, we went in one of the rooms, and up on the wall was a, uh, uh, what do you call those things that they sew?
2: A uh, sampler. Thank you, dear. You
1: want to explain
2: it? Uh, yeah, there was a sampler hanging on the wall, and it was the opening, well, actually the closing for our show from ghoulies to ghosties and long-legged beasties and things that go bump in the night, deliver (laughs) us. Oh Lord. And that's was hanging on the wall. I'm like, Ron, look at this. Clearly we're meant to be here. (laughs) I guess (laughs) so. Yes.
1: It's it's funny because that's the the closing of the show. And most people don't realize that the, the person who recorded that uh, is actually dead, so you're actually hearing the voice of ghosts. Yeah, so you, all right, tell us about this uh, expo that's coming up. Who who you, do you have for speakers? Or, and what is the ex- expo anyway? I, what is it involved?
3: OK, uh, the expo it's uh, it's being produced by us, uh, Spirit Chasers Paranormal, and also by the Connecticut Paranormal Research Team. And it's uh, it's a three-day event. Friday night there was an re- investigation on board the ship, which was is sold out. Then uh, Saturday and Sunday we'll have speakers and vendor tables all day. And one hundred percent of the money made on this goes to the to the ship and to the museum. We're not taking a penny out of it.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, this will be the second year we started it last year. Uh, which, another thing was kind of totally by accident. Um, I, was, I was down there one night with Don DeChristopher who, you know, runs the yep. paranormal now. Yeah. And I just said to him, you know, uh, do you think maybe at some point, you know, I could do some sort of an event? I wasn't thinking ParaFest at all. And he said, <laughs> oh, you mean, you, want, you mean like a ParaFest? So, hmm, yeah, okay, why not? You know? <laughs> And that's that's how that started and, and boy did I realize what I got myself into it was, uh, uh, it's uh, it's a project it's a lot of work but it's good it's cool I loved it so yeah.
1: and, oh, and so this a, this year of, yeah and, you, know, you got a lot of interesting speakers a lot of them I know of course Steve Parson will be doing one from uh, the UK via zoom yeah uh, and, and in person will be Dylan Jones, another good friend of mine. And yep, Dylan. And her new uh beau, uh Bridget Pitts yep. from
3: Bridget Pitts. So Dylan is coming over from England and Bridget is coming up from uh Georgia. And yep. she's gonna be talking about the ghosts of Savannah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yes. we got we got some guy named Ron something, Ron Cole. I think it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah new england ghost yep. project he, he's going to be joining us this
1: year nice. My my very good friends thomas and arlene uh nicholson oh. and thomas d'agostino uh who's written yep. a dozen books on new england at least uh so it, it's a good thing you've got enos who've been investigating the ufos and all that stuff for years and years
3: yep yeah paul and ben are going to be doing they're going to do a presentation on Saturday. And then on Sunday, they're going to do a live broadcast of Behind the Paranormal uh, with all the uh, speakers as uh, as guests. So you're going to be on the radio that day, too. Right? I am? Yeah, uh. you're, you're, you're one of the speakers. So Surprise. One of the, one of the radio guests.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who do we miss here? We have David Childers, uh, Paranormal Investigator, TV personality. He's been on just about every... Uh, TV show on Travel Channel and Discovery+. Plus. Uh, we have Not Christopher cool. Brown, who is a psychic medium, and he's going to be doing gallery readings. Uh, probably do one each day, one Saturday and one Sunday. Uh, and he, he is very good, very good. He's uh, right. He amazes me. <laughs> and we have uh, the shaman and the showman, uh, Rick Grossman and Charles Roseney. They're from Connecticut. Yep, they Chuck do the... Cheese. They do the uh, Connecticut uh, Paracon, which is yep. coming up actually the week before us, the uh, the weekend before us. We also excellent. have. but that, What were you going to say?
1: No, I says excellent. Uh, you have. Uh, oh,
3: oh, I- oh, okay. We have uh, Danny and Lauren Perez, uh, who are known as the Radicals.
0: And oh, they're yeah, going to yeah. be
3: talking. Yeah, they're going to be talking about and uh, showing their uh, museum of oh, haunted objects and strange oddities. Uh, very interesting. They got some, yeah, we, some real, we, we really met cool
1: them, stuff. We met them at uh, down in Connecticut. There, do you remember? Yeah, we did. Yeah. They had all the Ouija boards and the stuff. They were were across from us. Remember when I did that, when I was one of the speakers there at, uh, oh, God, what's his name? I just forgot his name. Oh, the guy who ran it. He ran it. You and I were there. You came down and sold your little stone things.
2: Oh, that was in Rhode Island. That was in... Was oh, Rhode
1: in, Island, Connecticut. I'm it's like, when did
2: it's we down go down to Connecticut? What? It's down, all down <laughs> south. It's all the same to me. <laughs> they're
3: right next door to each other.
2: Yeah. That was in Rhode Island. Yes. Yeah, it's now not now like, I know who you're talking about. Yes. not
1: like, you know, Rhode Island's a real state or anything. You
2: know? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> okay.
4: All
1: right.
3: Thanks. And I don't want to leave anybody out here, so we also have Mr. Haunted, Jimmy Petanito, is going oh. to be speaking. Who is he? Who is he? Well, you want me to pull up his bio? Yes, yeah, sure, I can. Sure, I can do not? that. Uh, sure. Let's see. Uh, I got everybody's bio here, but you—you you just kind of ran me right through them. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm
1: uh, sorry. I, I'm just so excited because it's such a good lineup. I really, it, you know, it's a great lineup. You really haven't.
3: Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Pattonino started investigating with Ed and Lorraine Warren back in 1991. He earned the nickname Mr. Haunted while offering classes on the paranormal at the local high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's appeared in uh, Sightings, Unsolved Mysteries, Travel Channels, Shark Talk, Devil's Road, and Hostage to the Devil on Netflix. Oh. Uh, let's see, he also hosted a radio program, The Haunted Chronicles, and co authored the book Phantom Messages with Bill Hall. And, oh, oh yeah, he's he's assisted in over fifty exorcisms. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I I think it's a really good uh, lineup of people.
1: I think it's a great lineup.
2: Sounds uh, great. You know,
1: it's a it's a nice venue. I'm not familiar with the venue as far as speaker wise. Uh, do you have a room that's large enough to handle your your crowd and the speakers? Yeah.
3: Uh yeah, well, since you've been there, you'll know what I'm talking about. The speakers will be in uh in the wardroom. Oh, okay, okay. Yep, and uh, the speaker tables will be down in 3rd Mess, and the other vendor tables will just kind of be scattered around in the same area as 3rd Mess and CPO Mess. Oh, so not
1: on on the deck?
3: Yeah, you know, this is New England, Ron. If we could could be sure it was going to be a nice sunny day and not pouring rain, (laughs) we could do that. But it's not something we can plan on, you know?
1: That's that's interesting because the 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 event well, the first time I ever went on to sailing was they had a a a, a fest uh, I don't know paracorn or whatever there yeah. I think Shannon Silbey was there at the time and some other was and they had everybody on the deck the whole speakers and, yeah. like, and everything was out on the deck
3: so inside, yeah they used yeah. They used to have a big tent up on the deck but they don't they don't have that anymore so there's no okay. protection up there yeah they so, they're talking about getting another one but I don't know when that's going to be.
1: And and are tickets still available for this event?
3: Uh, Like I said, the investigation Friday night is sold out, but yes, uh, tickets are still available. There are still um, vendor tables available. You can uh, go right to the website, uss-salem.org, and click on Find Tickets, and scroll down to uh, Para Expo. Ah, excellent. And it's, it's all right there.
1: Now, can you buy them at the door or is it just all reserved?
3: No, no, you can. Uh, you can just pay at the door and come on in. Yep, okay. absolutely.
1: All right. So uh, it, it sounds like, a, like I said, a terrific vent and uh, you get a good lineup of speakers and uh, vendor tables are always funds. Uh, so mm. those. Uh, so it'll be good. So I want to get back to uh, with, how much time are we come on the break. Oh, we're OK. You also are involved in a, in another uh endeavor too, which is the James House.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and that place, yeah.
1: Remember that place? Do <laughs> you remember that place?
3: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah.
1: Yeah, yep. you're still and, involved uh, with
3: them, right? Oh yes, definitely. Yeah.
1: So, um, so what is been, the James
3: House? Uh, the James House uh, museum is uh it's an old uh it was built in seventeen twenty three. And it was um, home to seven generations of the James family. And now it is, uh, uh, let's see, they were there up until 1930. In 1930, they sold it to uh, another family, the oh, oh the Campbell family. And they were only in the house for 10 years until 1940, and they moved out, and the house has been empty. Nobody has lived there since 1940, except wow. the ghosts. And so we have been myself and Lynn Nickerson are both on the board of directors there. And we've been working with the James House now for oh, I think it was two thousand thirteen, yeah. Geez, almost ten years. Pretty close to ten wow. years. Yeah. And it's uh you know, it's very historic. Um they do uh historic tours by um they don't have any regular hours but you can you can book a book a tour. And we do uh, all sorts of paranormal events.
2: Nice. Now, is this in New Hampshire? It, this
3: it, it is. Hampton, New Hampshire. Ah, okay. Yep. So great. we we started we started a few years ago. We did some uh, um, what do you call it? Investigations, public public investigations. And, you know, just have people come in pay a fee and investigate with us. And we did that uh, for a couple of years. And we kind of shied away from letting anybody we didn't know come in. But a couple of years ago, we did finally open it up to uh, teams coming in. So now now we are uh, putting it out for, you know, teams to pay and they can come in and investigate. And it's working out pretty good.
2: Hmm.
4: Yeah.
2: How did you have... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I wondered how you got involved. How did you come upon this house and uh, end up uh, you know, where you are?
3: Well, let's see. You want to hear about another total accident?
2: <laughs> <laughs> call that uh, a happy accident, uh, I, right? <laughs> yeah.
3: No, actually, actually, Lynn and myself were, uh, I, I, I lived right here in Hampton and didn't really even know the place was there, to tell you the truth. And we just happened to go by one day, and it was open. They were having an open house, so we stopped in. And we took a uh, self-guided tour through the house. And Lynn, being sensitive as she is, says, there are spirits in this building, you know. And I said, oh, really? Cool. And so we, we went and looked for uh, somebody to talk to. And we came across uh, Skip Webb, who is the president of the board. And we said, Skip, uh, is anything strange ever go on in this house? And he looked at us funny and, Mm -hmm. and, like, what are you talking about, you know? So, you know, paranormal. And he said, well, he said, I've never experienced anything, but neighbors over the years have called and, uh, you know, they called the police and said that they saw uh, lights and movement inside the house. And the police came and there was nobody there. And. So we well, said, can we
1: do, we, can we we do a paranormal
3: a little, investigation?
1: We, we've got a yep. paranormal uh, experience right now because we have to take a break. So we'll f- continue right. this when we come back. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation right here on Toji Net with Dan Carrigan and Ron Cohen. Our special guest is Willie Hassel. And we are brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrick Street, with Massachusetts, and our very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. You too can become a member for me at three bucks a month. All right, we'll be right back after the break. Being chased off. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it
3: on Ghost Chronicles Radio. With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at at Comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello,
0: hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the meeting of the Ghost Box.
2: Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with our special guest this evening, Willie Hassel from Spirit Chasers Paranormal, New Hampshire. Good evening. Hello. We're back.
1: Hello. All right. So just just before the break, when I had to rudely interrupt you, you had talked about you you and Len went to the James House. Uh, You did the tour. Len said there were spirits there and you went out. Met Skip, who was the President of the board at that time, and you were asking him if the uh, had any strange experiences, yeah, and we'll carry on from there.
3: yeah, i was I was watching the time go down. I was trying to get it in there, but
4: you know,
3: so so anyway, he says he he hadn't himself, but over the years, on a number of occasions, neighbors had called the police, saying that they saw movement uh, and lights inside the house and the police would come and the uh, door was all locked and there was nobody there so we said uh well skip um what do you think maybe we can do a paranormal investigation in the house and he, he thought we were crazy but he <laughs> said oh but he said okay yeah sure why not so he was, uh, he, was a, he was a definite skeptic at the time but we've, we've changed him he's a believer now <laughs> oh, There you go. so so yeah. I, I, and I, uh Speaking of, you know, events there, uh, of course, you did one there a couple of years ago, Ron, uh, three years ago, whenever, whenever yeah, Steve. it was,
1: with Steve Parsons.
3: And of course, Steve and, and uh, Dylan cool. have both been there. Yeah.
1: And the uh, the one thing I do want to mention that it, the house, and I don't know, it, at that time, so that was a couple of years ago, but it had no electricity. Does it still have no electricity?
3: Still no electricity, no water.
1: There you go no heat
3: mm-hmm. so it's it's closed down this time of year <laughs> it's freezing so we'll, we'll be starting up investigations probably about the uh, the middle of April when it gets a little bit warmer
1: so uh, what what are the plans are improving the house uh, are, are you eventually going to bring like in or is that something you're you're not really wanting to do uh, uh, what?
3: It, it's not uh, scheduled for any uh, complete restoration uh we have redone probably since you were there we have finished redoing the outside of the house uh-huh. and uh put on a new roof but oh, the inside not- is the inside yeah yeah exactly the inside is essentially the same as it was when you were there mm-hmm.
1: do you have
3: plans
1: to, to fix that up
3: to, uh, partially partially not the whole house Oh, uh, maybe okay. maybe like certain rooms, and then they, they also want to leave part of it so that you can see the uh, the different periods of architecture and the way the way yeah. the house was yeah construction, mm-hmm. the way it was built. So, and it's you know, it, it's a little tough getting funds, so mm. it's a slow process.
2: I can imagine. What year was it built?
3: Seventeen twenty three. Oh. The the original house uh, was. Seventeen, seventeen oh five, I believe, and then in seventeen twenty three, the 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 main house was added on. So, this is uh three hundredth year, three hundred nice. years
1: old. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That's about my age.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, almost, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so, have you have you determined who haunts the house?
3: Uh, some of them, yeah. Members of the of the James family are around, and there are also others that are just uh, like passing through, you know, mm-hmm. like any place any place where you do uh, a lot of this type of type of uh, work. People are just coming through. Uh, we have one uh, one of the one of the big ones. Actually, his name is Frank James, but he's no relation to the James family. He was oh, wow. uh, he was a uh, hired hand. And uh, he had had like a little room up in the attic where he stayed and it's kind of his workshop. and we believe that he is one of the uh, one of the main uh, hunts in the, in the house. and uh, there were over the years generations, there were several Joshua James'es and we're not sure which one it is, but one of the Joshuas is very active. There's, uh, there's a board. Uh, it's like a one by three, I don't know, about six feet long or so. It just sits on the steps on going up. And that board has fallen over by itself with nobody near it uh, about 10 times now. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally, the first time we were filming a, uh, a documentary in there, and Skip and my brother were, were standing there talking talking about it, and they mentioned the name Joshua. as soon as he said the name Joshua, that that was the first time that board fell over.
2: Interesting.
3: Several other times when his name was mentioned, uh, the board has fallen over. One of the strangest times, like I say, that board, it just, it stays right there beside the steps. Nobody ever touches it and nobody moves it. Mm -hmm. But we were doing a seance one night up on the second Mm -hmm. floor in, I think, I think the same room you you did it in uh, the trunk room. And oh, yeah. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we heard a crash and turned around and it was Joshua's board. It fell over, but it wasn't on the stairs. It was right there in the room with us. How did oh, they get wow. up there? Huh. How, how did they get it up there? You know, <laughs>
4: That's
3: and cool. the strange, the strange thing about it, if you look closely at the board, the uh, initials uh, carved into the board, Jay James.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. there you go.
3: Very, very interesting. (laughs)
2: Um,
3: Recently, uh, this this past past fall, before uh, before the weather went downhill, we were getting a a lot of activity. We are having nails thrown around um, that board, and there's a crutch up in the attic that's fallen over several times by itself. Mm -hmm. If somebody leaves uh, like a, a Dunkin' Donuts coffee cup up in Frank's room, He'll throw it on the floor. He doesn't <laughs> like trash. I Guess he doesn't like trash left in his room.
4: <laughs>
3: so it's gotten pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, it seems that So when you first went in there, and and they, and uh, Skip agreed to let you do an investigation, and and I, I, what did you find then at first? Well, how did you investigate the first the first time you went in there?
3: Uh, there was let's see, uh, three of us, I guess. My uh, myself, Jim, my brother, and uh, and Lynn. And it was weird. Uh, we'd only, we only we, we didn't let Skip come in with us. We made him sit out in the car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we had only been there for, for about 20 minutes. We were just kind of setting up equipment and walking around. And we heard something come bouncing from upstairs down the steps. And I heard it and nobody else responded to us. So I said, hey, hey, you know, stop. What's going on? Did, did anybody hear this? No, no, we thought it was you. No, it wasn't me. So we started looking around, and uh, it was Lynn that found it—a uh, little wooden ball, kind of like a balsa wood ball on the basement steps. Mm-hmm. So we picked it up and dropped it on the steps, and said, "Yep, that's exactly what we just heard." And so we found out later, after we were, you know, after the investigation, we talked to Skip and we told him about it. And he says, oh, yeah, uh, he said, Be- before you guys came in here, that ball was downstairs in the room opposite where we were.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And so how did that ball get upstairs and then come bouncing back down the stairs to us, yeah. you know? Yeah, and what right. it is, it's it's, uh, it's a little wooden ball from a uh, game the, ki- the kids used to play, the uh, cup and ball game.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: So, oh. you know, that was, like I say I was only about 20 minutes in. And says so wow, this is going to be good. Nice. And uh, that same night we had, uh, there was a pounding on the wall outside. And, and you know, first, uh, I think me and Lynn were upstairs. Jim was down, downstairs in the control room, we call it. And at first he thought, no, it's probably the police, you know, coming to see what's going on. So we he, <laughs> he ran outside and looked and there was nobody out there. Mm. Um, It's very, very common to hear uh, hear loud bangs. We've gotten some really cool EVPs. Over the Uh, years. So it has been very interesting.
1: So how did you ever convert? I mean, convince skip to allow you to open it up uh, to the public for investigations? (laughs)
3: Uh, Money. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so all, that works. all all the all the money goes to the house, you know, we don't take anything out of it, so.
4: Yeah.
3: It's, you know, it works for works for everybody. That's uh actually has turned out to be one of our main uh main fundraising uh things these days.
1: You know, that's the the one thing that uh you can say whatever you want about paranormal groups, but there are a lot of good paranormal groups out there that do raise money and mm. Uh, for a lot of these nonprofit organizations, which are you know really strapped for money, and and, and they're competing with other organizations for whatever grants and yeah. so for, yeah. forth are, so it's a, it's a, it's an important factor in in fundraising for a lot of these uh, nonprofits. So uh, that's yeah. a kudos um, to the paranormal community.
3: Yeah, well, definitely, definitely. That's you know that's one thing that we we do like to do. I mean, we don't do a lot of investigations. We we uh, kind of focus on uh, historic places like that. Yeah. And we, you know, we do fundraisers. We've done fundraisers for a number of places, but mostly the James House and, and the ship. Yeah. So uh, um, if anybody wants to investigate, can I mention that or?
1: Yeah, that's absolutely, that's what I was going to yeah. tell you. Yeah, okay. give, give out any yeah, information sir. you want, uh, Willie, about any of the organizations, because they're all, you know, good good organizations, so that's fine.
3: Yeah, so uh, like I say, we'll be opening up for the season probably about mid-April, and since we haven't uh, done anything yet, the schedule is wide open. If you have a team that you want to come in and uh, investigate, you can send me an email at drifter3, that's the number three, at comcast.net. And uh, I can give you uh, all the information. Um, I don't know, can I mention money? Uh, probably not, huh? Yeah,
1: no, yes, you can. Yeah. Of course yeah.
3: you can. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. All right, so, so for private investigations, I, I think we're one of the cheaper places around. For, what is it, uh, up to six people, it's uh, $200. And then after that, uh, from 7 to 10 people, 10 people max, um, it's an extra $25. So, 25 per person, that is. Yeah. So, it's either, it's a minimum 200 or a maximum 300. And that is so, uh, 7 to midnight, we, we let them go in. If, if they're having activity We're at midnight, we're not going to throw them out. Mm-hmm. We also started uh, last, last season, the end of the year, last season, doing uh, overnighters. Uh, people coming in, not teams, but just public coming in spending the night there and we charged uh fifty dollars per person for that
1: so they sleep inside the house
3: well technically but nobody sleeps
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not gonna waste your time sleeping uh-uh.
3: no. Uh so yeah you can sleep in the house if you want or, or if you want bring a tent set up the tent we have plenty of room out in the yard yeah mm-hmm.
1: so oh, that's excellent so and that's something
3: we just started doing. We're going to do it again this year.
1: So uh, if you're interested in investigating the James House, uh, go to Willie's email address, which he gave out, uh, which give it to us again one more time.
3: Yeah, that's drifter3, the number three, at net. There you go,
1: drifter3. And
3: Yep. And uh, while we're on the uh, email address there, I also okay. wanted to mention back to the ParaFest, uh, I'm gonna give away a, a couple of tickets for the Parafest if anybody's interested. If the first person to email me at that address, uh, we'll put you on the list for two tickets for the Parafest.
1: Oh, that's not fair. live. Li- that's a, you have to be a live listener, and like the bulk of our listeners are uh, podcasters, uh, you know, iTunes and well, Apple Music now, and all the rest of the formats. But all right, show your ticket. You want to give it away? Good hey. luck to you.
2: Let's see who gets there first. Yeah, who gets
3: there first? Well, when does when does it go to uh, iTunes and podcast?
1: The end of
3: the week. The end of the week. Yeah. I mean, we can for live listeners, anybody that uh, emails like tonight or something, we'll give them a pair. Then the end of the week when the podcast goes out, we'll do another one. Look at that!
1: that. Two pairs.
2: Woo! All right. Other man. The (laughs) other (laughs) man. So there you go. Excellent.
1: And that's uh, the dates on that, just so that people, if they do email us, so they know.
3: Yep, it's May 19, 20, and 21.
1: Okay, and if anybody replies, then if there are any winners, then we will announce them on next week's show, just just so uh, we let you know that we're doing this on the up and up. All right, so uh, what other places have you investigated besides uh, the Salem and the uh, James House?
3: uh well most recently uh we've done investigations we we well it's a couple of years ago now i guess we investigated the uh dover public library in dover new hampshire and more recently we did the rochester library the rochester city hall annex and the rochester upper house Ooh. um so they, they were pretty cool. Um, you know, we got some EVPs and stuff from that.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: The the Rochester the Opera House, we didn't have much time in there, unfortunately, due to the circumstances. So we are going to reschedule that one and, and do it again, um, mm-hmm. hopefully before too long. Oh, good. Um, we've so done you, other places. That, oh, go ahead.
1: Okay. So, good. No, go ahead. Continue.
3: <laughs> no, i was just gonna say we've done other, other places. we We don't do um, home private uh, home investigations. We stay right away from that. Mm-hmm. so we we have done other places like restaurants and uh, and places like that.
1: Oh, cool. So when you do a a, a, a typical investigation, how how do you do it? What, what equipment do you bring and, and how do you conduct your investigation?
3: Well, you know, our investigations uh, are kind of unstructured. Um, myself, I I don't go in for all the uh, new gadgets, all the toys. I don't, you know. I'm just, I'm not convinced. Um, recorder, K two. I mean, even a K two. You know, uh, who knows? But <laughs> uh, recorder EVPs. That's that's my main thing. That's that's what I, you know. I mean, I'm sure there could be an explanation, but what the hell is it? I mean, where are these voices coming from
4: mm-hmm.
3: so that's that's my my main uh interest in investigating and you know we'll go you, in men- and,
1: you you had mentioned earlier about a base camp, so what what does the base camp do, or whatever you discussed the command center or whatever you you called it. Uh, When you were at the
3: James? Oh, 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 yeah. It's just one of the rooms downstairs where we just put all equipment and uh, and you know that's where we gather when we're not. uh, Oh, so it's not like a a monitor. It's
1: not like a monitoring station.
3: No, no, we don't have the. uh, Okay. The the canvas set up. We we don't do that. No.
1: Okay. No. That that's that's intriguing. Everybody does it differently. There's no right or wrong way. It's it's whoever. Oh no. No. Exactly.
3: Oh, exactly, and there's, you know, there's no yes or no. Is it paranormal? I mean, nobody knows. Right. We just <laughs> have to assume. But you know, I mean, I I have been touched. I've been attacked. Um, oh. Uh, I've, I've outside of uh, EVPs, I've had have heard voices. You know, with my own ears. Mhm. Uh, um. So. I, I'm. You know. I mean, even after all this time, if uh, if you said to me, uh, "Are they ghosts?" Uh, I'd say, Yeah, you know, I don't know. Something's going on, but I don't know what it is."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good good. You know, to be skeptical but uh, open minded yeah. at the same time. So yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I'm 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 a believer and yeah. open minded, but yes, I am definitely skept- skeptical. I I don't just take it at face value. I want to, you know. I want to. But I want doesn't proof. that kind of go?
1: Doesn't that kind of go against Because Len, though? Len uh, knows uh, definitely believes. Believes is definitely
3: right? definitely. Def. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're opposites as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. But then she is she's very psychic, you know. So right. she gets psychic, psychically gets information. I'm about as psychic as that board I was telling you about. So mm-hmm. you know, is we're just well, we're around. totally opposite. <laughs> we're, we're totally opposite on that, you know. But I, I don't. I just don't get into these things like uh, SLS and uh, and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I just to me to me they're just uh, your another money. gadget. Hmm?
2: Saves your money, that's for sure.
3: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You yeah, know, just buy a good recorder, and uh, I'm off and running.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you have an EVP that sticks out in your mind? That's your favorite, or you
3: know, the most, the, the best one? Um, well, let's see. Uh, one, we investigated a restaurant over in, uh, well, I'm just going to say New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, and uh, there's kind of, a, I don't know, we think there's a history to this place, which is not, not too good. Uh, we think there was mob activity. Oh. And so we were down in the basement. We were in the boiler room uh, doing EVP session. And it was Lynn and myself and the restaurant owner's daughter was with us. And where I was standing, I could see, like, out of the boiler room into the main hallway, and I saw a black shadow go by. Mm -hmm. Mm And not a shadow figure, just like a black something. And so we kind of took off and we went chasing that down to the other end of the the hallway and left a recorder in the uh, boiler room while we were gone. Mm -hmm. For about 45 minutes or so, we were gone. It was in there by itself. We were far enough away that that it wouldn't pick us up. And when I listened back to that recording, there was a number of things in there. And one thing kept hearing the sound it sounded like duct tape being pulled off a roll and torn off
4: mm-hmm.
3: and then there was a female voice it said she was very distraught you know like almost crying and she said i didn't slit you there and then a child says i know very mm-hmm. very clear and so we think something very dark happened down in that basement oh. uh like i say, we you know we think there was mob activity there and a uh, strange thing the the restaurant owners they didn't own the building they were leasing it really nice people too mm-hmm. and they you know we said uh you know can we do a follow-up investigation sometimes yes, absolutely you know and so a little while later i contacted him again you know see if he wanted to schedule it and uh we lost our lease we've been thrown out of the building oh. so we think what happened was the owner knows something and he didn't want that getting out
1: hmm. Oh. so
3: you know we, we don't know that for sure that's that's what we think
1: that's interesting though yeah.
3: huh
1: so i mean you have you investigated like some of the the main uh, haunts that have been around for years here in New England, like the uh, oh yeah haunted, haunted Victorian, the uh yeah. the Mansion.
3: Yep, yeah, I've been to both of them a number of times. Yeah, um, Oliver House. Um,
1: oh yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Mountainsville Penitentiary in West Virginia, Hinsdale House in New York, which is where I got attacked. Uh, oh yeah,
1: I remember that place.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, you been there?
1: No, I I remember no. seeing your posts on it. That's uh,
3: that's. Oh fun. oh okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I was gonna say, have you ever seen a ghost?
3: I have not. No. I, but okay. Uh, like I say, I have been touched. Um, I I don't know if you've ever heard the story. I might as well now that we got this far. I might as well tell you. You know, I I say I got attacked out there.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, The first time we went out, it was, uh, I forget what year it was, but it was uh, Friday the 13th. (laughs) It it was a full moon, and we had a thunderstorm. And so it was a very, very active night, all kinds of stuff going on um, in the house and out and outside, out by the tree line near the woods strange things were happening everywhere all the uh, all the meters were going crazy uh one of the women felt uh, the arms like arms of a little child wrap around her waist mm. and then so, so i don't know i think it was probably about 2:30 in the morning we were getting tired and decided to go to bed So I picked one of the rooms upstairs, which I find out now is one of the most haunted rooms. Of course. There's there's that, you know, there's that most haunted thing again.
4: Uh,
3: I went to bed and probably I fell asleep uh, probably about a half hour. I woke up with something on top of me uh, Mm. pushing me down. Mm -hmm. I couldn't sit up. I, I was having trouble, you know, trying to breathe and I couldn't yell. I know one of our investigators, Jimmy, was out in the, right in the next room. I was trying to yell to him for help, mm-hmm. and nothing was really coming out, you know. That mm. uh, sounds uh, like so old Hexinger. <laughs> <laughs> so fi- finally, somebody downstairs, uh, Stacia downstairs, heard me, and she yelled up the stairs, Are you okay up there? And as soon as she did that, whatever it was, it, just, it released me, and I was able to get up. Mm. And I. You know, people say, oh, sleep paralysis or something like yeah, that. Exactly. No, that's that's not what it was. Okay. Um, so I came downstairs and I found another place to to sleep. But <laughs> it was only a little loveseat, which is not big enough for me. And I spent the rest of the night there saying, trying trying to convince myself that it was a dream, although I knew it wasn't. Hmm. I said, well, I could go outside maybe and sleep in the car. But then I remembered things that had happened outside earlier in the night, and I said, no, I'm not going out there.
2: <laughs> so,
3: so I just kind of laid there uh, waiting for the sun to come up.
2: Oh, God. Uh.
3: And then, then the next night we went from there to Rolling Hills Asylum, and that was just a totally different experience. That was great. So it was interesting.
2: Hmm, interesting. Wow, that's exciting. <laughs> a little too exciting but well exciting
3: well you know that. my initial my initial reaction was i said i'm never coming back here again right but yeah, then then by the next day i said well yeah I'll, I'll go back but i won't sleep in that room right so we we went back a year later stayed two nights i slept in that room and nothing happened
1: so there you go unfortunately we've got to wrap it up we're coming to the end of the I show i see that Yep. So we want to thank you so much for being on the show, uh, Willie Haskell of uh, Haskell, yeah, Hassle of Hassle, uh, right? Ghost ghost Chases uh, Paranormal, New Hampshire.
3: Spirit Chases Paranormal.
1: Oh, so close, so close. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't mess up one name during a show, then there must be something. Yeah, wrong. I know. Anyways, uh, hey, uh, it was, thanks for being here.
3: She didn't thanks. call me Wiley.
1: Thanks for being on the show. <laughs> uh, we're brought to you by Circles Wisdom three eighty six Memorague Street Methuen, Massachusetts, and our very good friends of Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. Become a member of the Dead Air Society and join us on Patreon for a mere three bucks a month, which is less than a cup of coffee. And you get access to over forty exclusive videos. So, Willie, thank you so much. Thanks good night, so everyone. Much, Willie. God bless. Oh,
3: thank you.
2: Good night, everybody.